Welcome to the Eye of Power podcast. I'm your host, Tom Dardick. But this podcast is not about me. It's about you and your power. It's time to claim yours. Do you know people who live their lives like a juggernaut? They move to their goals and let nothing stop them. How do people like that, generally speaking, do in life? Their stories are many. People who overcome disabilities that would seem to most people to keep them from what it is they've chosen to pursue. People who succeed despite the odds and the obstacles. We find it inspirational, don't we? People who are like this commonly become motivational speakers and host successful podcasts. What do they tell us? Is there something they have in common? Is it something everyone can learn from? Generally, they think so, or they wouldn't bother. The people who hire them to talk to their group think so, or they wouldn't pay them so much. And if they're right, if their stories and insights have value for those who feel like they have more potential than they've been able to manifest thus far in their lives, what are the lessons, and what is it we can do with them? Keep listening, dear Eye of Power visionary. That's what we'll dive into in today's Eye of Power podcast. Here he comes, that mighty mouse, coming to vanquish the foe with a mighty blow. So don't be afraid anymore, cause things won't be like they've been before. Here I come to save the day, thank goodness mighty mouse is on his way. So let the trumpet players play, for mighty mouse is here today. Here he comes. Please, excuse my indulgence in the nostalgic. When I was a kid, Mighty Mouse was one of my cartoon favorite heroes. As a naive whippersnapper, I wasn't aware of the juxtaposition of attributes that make Mighty Mouse a classic. I just liked the animation and the stories. But there is more behind this character. We don't think of mice as mighty, do we? We think of them as small, skittish, and scattery things that hide in dark places. A mighty mouse is an oxymoron, at least on the surface. Because, at least in some ways, we're all mighty mice. And as if one corny song wasn't enough, here's another.
that's one way to picture a hero. But what makes a hero? What is heroic? Think about these questions for a moment. There's more to the matter than meets the eye. We can think of a hero as someone willing to sacrifice personal interest for a greater cause. We can think of a hero as someone with extraordinary power, someone who uses that power to benefit others. Whether it's contributing to justice by fighting crime, or saving people from villains or impersonal threats. There seems to be a few components involved when we think of heroic action. Those include courage, sacrifice, righteousness, and power. In the eye of power, we spend a lot of time thinking about the nature of our personal power. As I raise the issue of heroism and a relationship with personal power, I wonder, must we be heroic to maximize our power? Another way to explore that issue is, what is the purpose of our personal power? Are we called to be heroes? We'll look at this through the nature of our power. By power, I mean our ability to make the desirable happen and stop the undesirable from happening. What gives us our power? That anatomy is captured in the eye of power model. The positive force of our power is how we direct our attention and efforts to predictable and beneficial effect. The opposing forces reduce our ability to do this. What happens when we fail to act powerfully? What holds us back from achieving the outcomes at which we aim? Our work in the Eye of Power community grapples with those very questions. We systematically dismantle the primal elements that reduce our agency. That said, let's turn to the act of maximizing and directing our power. Our power is strongest when we have a definiteness of mind, when we are principled, unwilling to bend or compromise those precepts we hold dear. Let's go back to examples of those people who seem like juggernauts. To what degree do they have a definiteness of purpose? What are the precepts that keep them going? Another commonality that the heroic among us seem to share is the willingness to sacrifice. They seem to accept that they can't have everything. They don't seem to care too much about that. They are focused on those few things that matter most to them, and they don't dilute their energies and efforts with the matters that don't matter. To put it succinctly, they know their why. It stands to reason, then, that to act heroically, to maximize our power, to become that juggernaut that can't be stopped, no matter what, we need a great answer to this question. Why do I do what I do? Having a great answer, I mean it's compelling to you. It matters more than anything else in that it serves the things of highest value to you. That is typically one or more of four things, God, family, country, and cause. It's a step in the right direction to identify and fuel our passion for the things that matter most. The heroic and unstoppable have a developed sense of purpose, and through this, they have developed themselves. They may not be good at everything. Often, they have major deficiencies. 
but they embrace their natural gifts, that group of attributes unique to them, and they leverage them to build their ability to contribute in ways that become more and more unique to them. We begin to stretch toward our maximum personal power when we can do things in ways nobody else can. That doesn't mean we have to be the best in the world at something, although that doesn't hurt. It means we develop a set of attributes that, in the exact proportion we have, becomes unique to us. In other words, nobody in the world can beat you at being you, should you decide to take up the responsibility and burden of that mission. I hope you're feeling what I'm saying here. This is the juice of life. We're talking about why we're here. We're talking about passion, purpose, life force. It's the adventure we're all born for. Now, the question becomes, how are you doing with that? How can you nurture your purpose? Before we get into the how, let's talk about the why. Why is having a purpose essential? The answer is stark and simple. Purpose is the gravitational force that holds your life together. A strong sense of purpose acts as an internal compass, offering direction when you're lost, motivation when you're waning, and resilience when you're down. As Viktor Frankl, famed Austrian-Jewish psychotherapist who survived four German concentration camps while his family didn't, so poignantly stated, those who have a why can live to bear almost any how. Purpose is why heroes don't think of themselves as heroic. They're just doing what they know to be right. Okay, now to the how. How do we find and fuel our sense of purpose? I'll share four purpose-building ideas with you, along with actions you can take to move in the direction of manifesting more of your personal power. Purpose builder number one, the power of alignment. Imagine for a moment a laser beam. In essence, it's merely light, the same as a regular bulb. But what makes a laser extraordinarily powerful is its focus. All the photons are aligned in a single direction. Similarly, aligning your capacities, attributes, and actions with your purpose concentrates your power into an unstoppable force. When you're aligned, you're not just effective, you're extraordinarily impactful. The path forward in this respect looks like taking a personal inventory of your unique set of attributes. Once that picture becomes clear, we turn to developing and aligning those attributes toward the outcomes that make the biggest positive difference for the most people. This is step one to becoming unstoppable. Purpose builder number two, the biggest obstacle you. Yes, we're in our own way. And getting out of our own way isn't exactly simple. Because there are good reasons most of us aren't like lasers. We're not even like spotlights. For many of us, we're more like the incandescent bulbs that light our rooms. Our energy goes in all directions, 
channeled in no particular one. Why is that? Because our natural state is not ordered. It's chaotic. We're driven by urges. The urges are not specific to us. They're in our biology. We have urges to survive, procreate, and gain status. These urges are so basic, they permeate most of what we do. And they drive us, regardless of what we might decide on higher, more conscious levels. To maximize our power and manifest purpose, we must sacrifice these urges. We must realize those parts of ourselves with those urges are in our way, and we must be willing to put them on the back burner as we go about more important business, like what we're doing together today. This is also why we have an Eye of Power community. This is hard work, difficult to pull off unaided. In the community, we help each other get and stay on track. I believe with proper support, we can all manifest a lot more of our power and elevate our lives and the world around us. Purpose Builder number three, breaking down your brand. Purpose isn't a broad philosophical concept you visit occasionally. It should be the core of your personal brand. But what is a brand, if not the sum of specific skills, capacities, and attributes that make you unique? So, let's get granular. Let's dissect and define what makes you, well, you. Here are a couple of exercises designed to help you develop an actionable purpose statement. If you're serious about marshalling your power and putting it to use to help others, these are among the most effective actions I can recommend to you. Exercise number one, attributes identification. Before you can offer your best to the world, you must know what your best is. Then you can systematically build on that. I use psychometric tools to be as objective, accurate, and thorough as possible when I do this with clients. And I'm happy to help you if you'd like to do this. It's also an area we spend a lot of time on in the Eye of Power community. We use the model to examine the classic ways our blind spots show up and obscure our self-vision. That's a deeper dive, but well worth the time and effort. In the meantime, here's an action you can do right now to move in a purposeful direction. First, Write down a list of 10 attributes or skills you believe define your strengths. You might want to ask for feedback from people who know you well. Work on your list over the course of a few days, even a week or two. If there's more than 10 on your list, that's fine, but try to whittle it down if you can. Once you feel complete with your list, reflect on it. What pursuits require all of those attributes? If someone was unusually developed in those particular ten, what advantages might they have over others in that role or field? Capture your thoughts in a journal and keep going back to it. Perhaps every morning when you wake, you can immediately look at your list and your thoughts and see if you have anything to add. 
You might even tap your subconscious mind by asking yourself to dream about your purpose. If you have someone you can talk to about this as a trusted thought partner, by all means, bring them in. We can't see our own blind spots, so it's important to leverage that vantage that others might have when we do this kind of work. Exercise 2. Serving Others Not all purpose is created equally. Some purposes are small, others world-encompassing. We need not aim to change the entire world to maximize our personal power and build a sense of purpose. But our purpose needs to matter. To us, yes. But it needs to matter to others, too. Isolated, set upon only our own designs that benefit nobody besides ourselves, that's the story of the antagonist or villain. Though it can be damaging, it isn't powerful in the way we mean power. It doesn't inspire. It doesn't uplift, transform, or even feel very good. It simply feeds our base nature. No, we do far better when we focus on serving others, finding the ways we can uniquely contribute to better their condition. This is the case because this is how we're made. We need others, and others need us. It's quite beautiful when you think about it. Our skills have value equal to the benefit they provide to other people. Our sense of purpose strengthens as its value to others increases. With this in mind, let's focus on building the value of your unique set of attributes that you'll leverage to build your sense of purpose. Return to your list you've built of your top 10 attributes and skills. We're going to direct them outward. Next to each one, Write down at least one way each attribute can be used to positively impact others. Look for patterns. Are there roles you know of where all or most of these benefits might come together? If you were to maximize your skills and abilities in these ways, how could you be different than what we might expect of people in those roles? These are deep, complicated questions. Take your time to consider them. Think of it as a research project with yourself as the subject of the dissertation. I urge you to talk about this with someone knowledgeable and trustworthy, and be sure to capture your thoughts in writing. Purpose Builder number four, crafting your purpose statement. As you gain clarity in this work, you can focus and direct your power with a concise and potent purpose statement. This statement is your brand essence, a snapshot of what you bring to the table and why. This is something I do a lot with clients. I help them optimize their impact in interviews with three tools, beginning with this one. Here's what the process looks like. Write a paragraph about your top 10 attributes and how they serve others. If you struggle with this step, use ChatGPT or another large language learning algorithm to help you. Just type in your list and prompt, give me a paragraph that explores the connecting theme of this list. Now, condense the paragraph to a sentence. Again, if you struggle with this, by all means, use AI to help you. Once you have a sentence, take time to further craft it. 
Get the words right. Make it as concise as you can while still capturing the essence that describes your purpose. Write your purpose statement down in a place you see often. The bathroom mirror is a classic choice, but anywhere you see it daily will suffice. If you feel moved to change it, do so. And let's not forget, a purpose statement isn't a static declaration. It's a living commitment. When you're happy with it, here's one way you can use it to build your sense of purpose. Write a story. Again, if this is tough, you can lean on AI. But I want you to write a story with you as the hero. If you were to live out your purpose statement, what would have to change? What would be in your way? Write the story with you as the hero overcoming those obstacles. Identify the actions you take to do so. Dream up a storybook ending. Don't worry, it won't be the ending that actually happens. Life is far too adventurous and complex for that. But it does give you momentum towards purpose. For example, if your purpose involves you being in a position of leadership, what projects, initiatives, or qualifications must you undertake to achieve that step? Use your story for inspiration. After all, you're the hero and the auteur. So let's wrap up. My friends, when you complete the work we just laid out, you'll have your map, your compass, and your fuel. Your purpose isn't just something you find. It's something you live, breathe, and embody every single day. I challenge you to not only create your purpose statement, but to manifest it, to integrate it into the actions you take, the choices you make, and the life you live. Unveil your attributes. Polish them until they shine. And deploy them in the service of something greater than yourself. That's how you become an unstoppable force. That's how you supercharge your power through purpose. That's how you bring your highest and best self to the world. Are you ready for the adventure of your life? Let's go! This has been the Eye of Power podcast with Tom Dardick. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd also like to thank my brother, Scott Dardick, for the music and his music production. If you'd like to reach me, simply email tom at dardickcommunications.com.